Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Greetings. Thank you for joining us for episode 52 of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. Last episode, we were discussing mental health. And if you, Dr. Banning, can you tell I've got a bit of a cold? You sound like you've got a cold. I do. Just That's, a bit. Is that opposed to a hot? It is. Yes. I mean, it is summertime, right? Isn't it, do we call them hots in the summer and we colds should. in winter? They say that the summertime cold is the worst thing possible. I disagree. It's been miserable, but it's. I can think of a lot worse things. Yeah. My blessings are uh, far outweigh. And I'm on the upswing. I feel much better. I just don't sound any better. So oh, good. But anyway, we're, we're not talking about colds today. I guess we are, but we're not supposed to be. We're supposed to be talking about mental health. This is going to be our second episode. And today we're going to tackle probably the most popular um, mental health problem facing at least our country today, and that's depression. Uh, yeah, we gave some stats earlier on depression. It's You're looking for your water, aren't you? Yeah. I am. I found um, it. Yeah. The... Uh, the stats on depression are just mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking about depression, you know, where, hey, I had a bad day. We're talking about depression where people just, they're fatigued. They're not sleeping. Um, and most of, my, most of the people, I think, have had issues for a while. And then uh, that one life event or... You know, just accumulated stress over the years just leads to more issues, more problems, and then they have a breakdown, you yeah. know, but it's it's devastating. You know, the problem with depression is it affects your mind. It affects your productivity, and it affects not just you, but your relationships, not with- Oh, very much you know, so. With your, yeah. with your significant other, um, your husband or your wife, or your, your son or your daughter, and you do things that are just not- in character to when you are are normal and when everybody that loves you and cares for you knows you and so you know um it's it's a it's a tough subject to handle and i've known several people that were really good people and they get the rap against them well you're depressed you must not be a good christian or your your faith must not be in god or you know kind of like job yeah remember when job yeah. was was down and out and his friends were like curse god and die yes I mean, come on. Are you serious? Yeah. What kind of friends are those? Yeah. He needed so, to just switch men's groups. <laughs> uh, that's probably what he needed to do. I don't know. Wait, was it his wife that said curse God? It was his wife yeah. that finally said that. And his yeah. friends were just kind of like gossiping or just talking yeah. about everything. It was almost like, you know, he was blessed by God. He had all these material things. And, um, you know, I think he, he had some good reasons to get depressed. He lost, oh, I think so. A lot of his material things, yeah. but he lost his family as well. Yeah. And it was just him and his wife and his friends and you know it's uh yeah you know, so so that's another thing you got to have good friends i mean Amen. this is this is just we're not getting into the topic yet but you've got to have good friends yeah um you, you know and, and and some people are just more prone to develop depression than others yeah and i think it's awesome that you you made the uh the the statement earlier it's we're not talking about the blues we're not talking about when you just feel down everybody has a bad day every once in a while and uh depression though is a is a chemical problem a brain brain chemistry isn't it um well there's all kinds of different types of depression 
you know you can you know um not to get too i mean i I don't know all the different types of depression that there are but you know uh, serotonin and dopamine levels uh, are created by your brain um they're hormones and the dopamine is like a reward hormone you know hey if i do this i want to get this well if your dopamine levels are low what what's your what's your reward for getting out of bed what's your reward for doing anything you know i'm not going to get a reward so i'm not going to do it yeah you know um serotonin is the hug it's where you get a hug that type of feeling it's where you have that extra energy okay um oxytocin is actually oxytocin is the hug that's what bonds the uh the mother and the baby when they're hugging and looking at each other and breastfeeding that's an oxytocin that's a feel good you know kind of enjoy type it, it it helps bond the uh the the child to the mother and the child to the father as well but uh you know these things are created by our brain our brain is the most fascinating amazing um, pharmacy in the world yeah because and, and i've said this before but your brain violates a lot of the laws of thermodynamics. I can just say a word, and you can your your body will your your mind will visualize that word with a with a chemical, um, like if I say uh, a thorn, you visualize that. Mm-hmm. If I say an elephant, and so, you know, the, the brain can produce so many amazing things that that it needs to grow and develop and function in a in a changing environment, and so. You know, if you're lacking those things, um, you know, like serotonin, dopamine, and, and oxytocin, just different examples, then you can have a chemical deficiency, you might say, or a hormone deficiency, which results in depression. However, there are lifestyles that can lead to depression. Okay. Yeah. And we've talked about them. Um, you know, a lot of people may not know it. They're going to their doctors looking for some kind of an antidepressant, but, you know, if you've had a life where you've eaten a lot of foods that create high blood sugar, high blood pressure, and inflammation, you're naturally going to be low on a lot of the good, healthy, happy hormones that your brain produces. Um, you know, so uh, things like we talked about earlier, the grain brain. Yeah. Uh, that was written by a, uh, a neurologist. Okay. Okay. And he had these patients coming into him, and he wasn't happy with what was happening with the medications he was giving to him. So he says, "Hey, we got to get you off of grain, because grain has flour, it has high fructose corn syrup in it, and it has a really um, damaging uh, carbohydrate called alpha pectin. That's really damaging to the brain in some cases. And then there's there's gluten." You know, so he's a neurologist. He didn't write that book for nothing. Um, so he's he's trying to emphasize the uh, the lifestyle of people. Then we've got, uh, you know, what else? We've got grain brain. We've got, uh, what was it, wheat belly? Yeah, that was one of them. Or bagel belly or something <laughs> like that. Um, that was written by a uh, cardiovascular doc, a, a Dr. Davis. And, well, why would you say the heart has anything to do with depression? What is the heart control? The blood flow. Blood flow. Okay. Now, your nervous system controls the arteries that go to the brain, so they dilate or constrict. But if you have blood vessels going to your brain that are 
narrow, or they call it stenosis. There's part, there's parts of your brain that just won't function. Okay. You know, and we talk about autoimmune diseases like MS, uh, autoimmune issues where the body actually attacks the brain in the myelin sheath, the fats that are good for your brain and your nerves to function properly. So there's a lot of lifestyle things that uh, contribute to depression, and then that can lead to things like chronic fatigue or, you know. Um, so if we look at depression, um, today we're just not going to be talking about your everyday depression like oh shucks i'm i'm back from vacation i gained 10 pounds Mm -hmm. and i don't feel good yeah gee you know um we're talking about uh depression where people just they don't want to get out of bed personality changes things like that and uh you know those are very unfortunate but you know there are times when you have to go to the doctor and take medications but that's not the only option. Um, like we were talking, exercise is a great way for people that have depression. Now, if you're depressed and you don't feel like exercising, that's, that's kind of hard to do. Um, chiropractic care is really good for people with depression. Um, a lot of the bones that are at the top of the spinal cord around the brainstem area feed into the brain. And if they're stuck and they're not moving, they're creating stress on that part of your nervous system, uh, a good chiropractic adjustment can free that area up, get it moving better, and get the brain to start producing some of those some of those hormones. I've seen it in my practice. It doesn't happen with everybody. You notice we're not talking about one specific thing. It's just a broad brush. There's so many areas in our lives, like exposure to light, sunlight. Yeah, that's a biggie. We've, we've discussed that one before, and I'm a yeah. big believer in that one. Yeah, and I love getting out in the sun. I mean, I mean, it's great. It's that's where you get your vitamin D. Uh, your body produces melanin. Now, people that are redheaded and, 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 and got freckles, like my daughter, she's that's not going to be good for her. But for people that get get uh, tan, um, it's good. Now, it is good for all people to get exposed to that sunlight. Just get it in your eyes because that has a great effect on the brain. So, anyhow. Yeah, I've I've looked at sunshine for years as a as an antidepressant and as vitamin D, you know, bringing up your moods and things. And it's the science is is there. It's 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 fact that you you got to have that sunlight. Yeah, and the other thing, uh, omega three fats. Okay, our body doesn't produce them; they're essential for brain function for for reducing inflammation, just for so many things in our bodies, and so. If we don't have omega-3 in our diets and, uh, you know, and you're depressed, you got to start doing something about omega-3 fats. you got to start taking them. And you can get them in uh, cold water fish. Um, if you don't want to get them through fish, you can take a supplement. So That's the way I take mine. Yeah. <laughs> I no, that's right. You don't like eating fish. I'm not a fish man. Okay. But you have those supplements, and it's it's the good stuff, too. It's the... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can take uh, for depression. Um, and what happens with depression is the person doesn't just have depression. They'll usually be overweight. They'll usually have what we call dysautonomia. That's a big word. Or a chronic one, yeah. There's something called your autonomic nervous system. It controls uh, two aspects of your life, the growth and repair part of your life, and then the 
fight or flight. Okay. And this system is attached to your brain. It just helps you adapt to stresses. So if you're going home after work and you're getting ready to have a nice meal with your family, well, that's going to turn on your rest and digest, right? Mm-hmm. It should. Um, when you got to get up, when you got a, you got a meeting, you got to run. Um, when you got a presentation to make, when you have to uh, do something, that's where your fight or flight kicks in. It gives you enough energy to, to get things out, to communicate, to, to drive a point home. So it's just that ebb and flow and that balance. So if, if you're depressed, it's not there. Yeah. That balance isn't there. And so we call that dis meaning difficult or imbalanced autonomia, autonomic nervous system. And that's what controls um, your heart rate, your breathing, your ability to sleep, uh, your body temperature, all that stuff. So you'll find a lot of people that have had been dealing with um, depression also have something called dysautonomia. And uh, that's where they might uh, have heavy perspiration. They might have a racy heartbeat. They might be a shallow breather. Um, Their bowels may not be working. Their immune system may be shut down. They may have a whole bunch of other issues along with this, uh, you know, this uh, depression. And so if the brain is sick, the body is sick. Yeah, so, um, and, and there can be personal events. Um, now more than ever, um, we're getting so many patients that come in here where I have to sit down and talk to them about the stress levels in their life. Because um, there's a lot, I'll give you a great example. I had a great friend. He, actually, he was a mentor of mine that went to church with me. And his wife had stage four pancreatic cancer. Wow. Yeah. And they'd been dealing for, with it for a long time. He was actually the connect group leader. Um, he, he would sing in the choir. I mean, just a top-notch guy. He was a leader of men, and he still is uh, to this day. But I can remember events in his life. Um, there was one event where he, his wife found him on the moor actually off the mower the mower was flipped over and he was just babbling oh my goodness yeah that was a stress reaction okay now he he did have some issues with his brain as far as circulation goes they got that taken care of he was in a choir and he passed out he just collapsed this is a guy that hunts um and he's in great shape if you were looking at him physically he's very robust man probably in his late 70s Really? Yeah, he's a hunter. He hunts deer. He hunts uh, squirrel. He's just he's just out and about all the time. Um, and so then his wife finally passed. This is probably after at least a year of them trying to go everywhere they could to, to find out, you know, how they could help her out and stuff. And they had taken lots of really neat trips and stuff. And he went to the funeral and uh, she passed. But it was such a big day for him because he's all by himself. Yeah. And he didn't have any family close by, really. He did have church family, which really helped him a lot. But he just developed severe acute low back pain. All right. So what do you think I did? I'm a chiropractor. Well, you adjusted him. I did do a I really didn't. Really? I, I understood that he had been through stress. Yeah. And his body was breaking down. So what I give him? 
I gave him something called de-stress formula. Yep. Which supports his stress organs and glands in his body. And I gave him some CBD oil, which would help calm him and relax his autonomic nervous system. Yeah. The dude called me up and he says, Chris, this is the most awesome stuff I've ever had in my whole life. You know, <laughs> he was tickled to death. He was happy. He was just all excited. I didn't even jest him. That's amazing. Well, see, what's, what's really important, and I'll get people that come in here and I can tell they're stressed out. And at some point during my consult, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll ask them if there's anything that's contributing, like if you had any big trauma, like accidents, things like that. And it's getting to the point now where if I feel like they're open to share with me, I'll just say, hey, what is the number one most stressful thing you've ever been to, been through and how long ago was it? And I'll get some crazy responses. You know, um, I got abused, you know, several years ago. Um, I had one lady and she was a type A personality. Actually, you know, the crazy thing is this gal was sharp as, as anything, but she was really de- going into a depression. She used to do P90X. She couldn't yeah. do that anymore. And I found out she lost... Both of her parents, her, she, she lost her dad to a traumatic car accident at a young age. I'm saying when I say young, I mean she was like probably in her late 30s. And he, he, he got uh, in his accident. He, she helped her mom take care of her, take care of her father. And, and then he passed away. And then her mom passed away with some type of a disease. And... There was some other trauma. So I just shared with her. I said, man, I think you're really dealing with a lot of loss and maybe isolation. I think she may have lost her, her sibling. You know, and so I realized that, hey, you know, we can adjust this person. I mean, I am a chiropractor. That's what we do. But sometimes when we're stressed out like that, um, you've got to, you know, support the organs that handle stress. And so... Um, She's going on vacation, but she's going to come back. And uh, I, I gave her something called, well, I recommended something called Withania Complex and Tribulus. Okay. Those are really good for the body's ability to handle stress. So you mentioned so, de-stress. And yes. you've given me that before, and it helped a lot. Yeah. It was really good. Um, got me through some some tough patches there. And you mentioned uh, what were the other two you just mentioned? Uh, well, there's a bunch of them you can you can give to patients, but uh, withania and tribulus. Yeah, that's it. And so these are herbs. There's probably about ten or fifteen different herbs that are really fantastic for for people dealing with chronic fatigue, people dealing with menopause, sweats. Uh, low testosterone, low energy, things like that. But okay. you have to ask questions. You can't just start throwing stuff out. Yeah. And then usually I'll narrow it down to about five or six of them, and then I'll have them fill out some some toxicity questionnaires. You know, if, if their liver's not working, I might go one way. If they have high blood pressure, I might give them something that will reduce blood pressure and address the, uh, the exhaustion or the, the, the uh, stress organs. But... Um, you know, so, you know, sometimes you've got to, when you, when you have somebody, you have to find out what's deficient, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's an art to it, but I'm getting a lot more people that are stressed out. 
a lot more people yeah left out yeah I, you know i hear a lot about that these days too it's, yeah and people don't understand how to manage their stress they just try to grind through it or they just give up but you know if you're not sleeping good sleep is like i mean if you're not sleeping good you're not losing weight your growth hormone levels are low yeah your testosterone levels are low and you're just headed for a, a health uh, a health disaster. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're getting a deficient amount of sleep every day, yeah, that's what's happening. So sleep is critical. Diet's critical. Exercise is critical. And chiropractic care is is really important in nutrition. I'll tell you one thing, Lori and I did to uh, help our stress. Step one was uh, we stopped watching the news. Oh yeah, I'll, I rarely watch the news anymore. Yeah. I had a very wise man tell me that uh, he hadn't watched the news in over 10 years, and he and his wife have, you know, have never felt better. So yeah. I thought, well, we're going to give that a shot. Well, you know, and there's, there's so many things that you just don't understand. I mean, people, just all the suffering and the violence, it's just, it's just, it's frustrating for me to sit on my couch and I can't do a thing about it. That's it. There's you know? nothing we can do about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can pray about it and, and things like that, but it just, it gets me bent. It, it hurts me. And, uh, to do that, to watch that before you go to bed, it's just yeah. nuts. And even the weather, the weather's even stressful because we can't do anything about it. And they, they build these things up that never turn out to be as bad as they're, they're saying yeah. they can be. So that was uh, that was step one in our and, and I just threw that out there because I remember that really after a couple of weeks of not watching the news we both felt a ton better. Yeah. Well, their job is to uh, get high ratings, so they yeah. try to they make it very dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what else? What else is good as far as um, supplements? Because I know from for me, um, I think I mentioned to you I'd heard about St. John's Wort. Uh huh. Is that? A big antidepressant, a natural antidepressant, or, or what exactly is that? You know, I've got all kinds of books and resources that I, I actually study and read about it, and I try to correlate with my patient. I don't give patients a lot of St. John's Word. What I try to do is I give them, I give them things that will address foundational issues that they have. Okay, like if they're if if they're morbidly obese, I know there's several other things that are not working. I know they're not digesting their food. They've probably got some allergic reactions taking place, autoimmune stuff. They've probably got a liver that's not working. Then on top of that, if they're on cholesterol medication or all these other medications, you got to pick and choose your place. Uh, you got to find a spot where you can get a supplement in there that will actually make a difference. So sometimes I'll just give them a, it sounds you know, for some people, they don't realize it, but uh, I'll give them a whole food uh, multivitamin. Yeah. And uh, if their bowels get better, well, they're digesting their food better, you know. Mm-hmm. Start out with a little little step like that, and then if you can get them to drink water, if they're drinking Cokes all the time, get them to start drinking water. Yeah. You know, if they start drinking water and they start following through with some stuff, then you can actually have a patient that you can really get some good results, um, get them out walking, get them out in the sunshine. Um, you know, and of course we adjust them. Uh, another thing that's really beneficial is massage and not just a 30 minute massage, but a 60. Oh yeah. For somebody who's stressed a lot, because what that does is that gives the massage therapist a chance to turn on the parasympathetics, 
which uh, most people are sympathetic dominant to begin with. They're fight or flight, they're wired and tired. And so when you have a, a massage therapist, we have two great massage therapists here that get in there and work on the patient after or before an adjustment. You know, that's really going to help balance out their nervous system. And, and, and you know, you want to do that with, with our patients. We have them do that regularly and, uh, you know, follow good, healthy lifestyle habits like drink water, exercise, eat healthy, you know, get out in the sun, move. Those are all good things, but the problem is they haven't been moving, they haven't been eating healthy, they haven't been getting out in the sun, um, and they got stress. And the body will just, it'll just start to shut down. Yeah. After years and years and years, especially people that live a sedentary lifestyle. You know, motion is just one of the best ways to stimulate the brain. Lack of motion will shut the brain down. Couch potatoes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah. So you have people that are assuming the position of a, uh, what do you call it, a seat. Their head's forward. Yeah. Their arms around that little laptop and they're sitting in a chair. Or they're watching TV and doing a laptop. Or yeah. A, or an iPad or something like that. Yeah. So. I yeah. think that's I think that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it is in our in our country in our time. Yeah, so it's not a shortage of drugs. It's it's a shortage of just you know movement, exercise, and and eating right. So those are mostly lifestyle changes. It can, is. That's what's of, sad. We'll sit here and talk about depression. And everybody's wanting a magic pill for it, and it's there's not a lot of magic to it. You know. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: If someone is depressed and they decide on these lifestyle changes, how long can they expect to wait before? Well, it depends on what they're willing to do and how long they've had it. But the other thing is, is, you know, if you're in a situation where you're going through a divorce or someone's abusing you or, you know, if, if you're in a stressful situation right now, it's hard. Yeah. Because they don't see an end to it. If they don't see an end to it, you know, it's, it's very challenging. So anyhow, but uh, I have a, I have a, a quote, not necessarily a quote, but it's a, it talks about discouragement, and uh, it's called the five D's that evil uses to, to destroy you and defeat you. Uh, there's one called discouragement, and the answer is to encourage yourself. Um, the other one's called distraction. Now, that's a big one for me, but people that are depressed, they, they forget stuff. They're mentally sluggish, like... Today we got out of church and there was a guy that looked like he was lost in a parking lot. He couldn't find his car. He's an older gentleman. Um, but people that get distracted, that get discouraged, have a tendency to forget things. Um, so what I would say is if you're distracted, get rid of some things in your life and focus on what matters. You know, find the number one most important things in your life to focus on. Don't, you know, that's what happens with Facebook and the news and and the media and everything. We have so many people on there um, that are getting distracted. I had to actually get Facebook off of my phone, shut off all my signals when I was carrying my phone. I had to do that. Really? Yeah. That's that's and smart. So basically, I'll have, I'm thinking about getting rid of Facebook on my iPad, but, you know, it's just a big distraction. Um, you know, distortion, distortion of the truth. How, how big is that right now? Oh, that's big. Yeah. Where, you know, there's, there's so many things right now that are going on philosophically, 
ethically that are totally against humanity. Abortion is just the most ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's sad. And to say abortion is is good, that's wrong. That's a distortion of the truth. Yep. And just keep living in a distorted ideology or, or, or mind frame, um, you know, that's going to create a lot of problems. So that's where you try to find truth in your life and live by truth. Um, doubt's another one. Um, you know, a lot of your friends that you, you're around, you know, find people that are uh, that are trustworthy, you know, that you can share things with, um, you know, and, and help understand that your doubt is, you know, is 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 uh, something that's uh, that's that's breaking you down. You know, doubt will do that. Doubt and fear are very similar. And division, division. I always try to say things that will bring people together, or unify people, encourage people. Um, you know, so those are some things that I see. It's so easy to be sarcastic today. You know, you got to build people up. You got to build yourself up. Encourage people. You know, I always try to talk about things that are truthful and good. Um, you know, feed your mind with those things. And so that's biblical too. Yeah, think yeah. on these things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very good. Um, I don't know if we talked about depression or not. I <laughs> we did. We certainly did. Yeah. Okay. And we went through the five D's there. That was very interesting too. Okay. If you have, uh, if you feel depressed, or if you know someone who does, we'd be glad to talk with them, and it would be our honor if you would give us a call, or you can go to our website at uh, whitehousechiropractic.com. and there is a uh, there there's a contact sheet there that you can fill out, and or not a contact a comment sheet. And you can ask us questions there, and uh, we'll uh, get back to you. Just go to the Contact Us button on whitehousechiropractic.com, or give us a call. Our phone number here is 615-672-7878, and we will uh, answer your question that way. Dr. Banning, this has been very interesting. I know depression is a, is a serious issue uh, that we're dealing with in our country and in our time and it's probably worldwide but uh, do you have anything else you'd like to to talk about before we go um no just make sure you uh, listen to the first part of depression episode one and then, or, yeah that and was episode 51 or that was mental health and then you know we'll probably talk about some other aspects of of mental health as well but uh no i've enjoyed talking about this and uh it is it is a passion of mine um but anybody out there that's dealing with mental health um you know, get some help or somebody is taking care of somebody with mental health. There's a lot of ways that you can get help. Um, you know, just hang in there with it. And it's just been good doing this podcast. Good. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.